Hi, and, and welcome to Ali and Upile's podcast. Uh, on today's show, we're talking about launching a new business, what it takes. Launching a new business and a product is very, can be very intense. And on our show today is Avinash, our guest. Welcome, Avinash. Welcome, Avinash, to the show. Thanks, thanks, Pele. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And yeah, so really, I guess we just really want to learn a bit more around you know, the lessons learned from setting up a business. And I think you are the guy for this. So, um, I don't know, do you want to give us a quick intro about, about you, your background? Yeah, I've been an entrepreneur myself from around past uh, 10, 10 years now. And I actually started my journey as an employee. Uh, as an employee, I was working there. I worked, uh, I've finished my MBA in uh, University of Wales, and then I was working for a couple of years in Barclays. So, and uh, yeah, I was working there for uh, putting a lot of time working for long hours, like uh, working your ass off and uh, yeah. So nice. I was just doing a lot of things and that's when the entrepreneur bug hit me and I was like looking at, uh, I have to do something on my own. Uh, then that's when I started my digital marketing business and I've been uh, running for 10 years now. Awesome, awesome, fantastic. So I guess then really uh, for me, the first thought that comes to mind is yeah, what was it like then to launch that new product for, uh, I guess it was Rule Bridge, right? Yeah, so uh, definitely like when, when you're launching, starting off new, so when, when, when you want to do it, so probably somebody like me, you will have uh, hundreds of ideas coming up. You will have, I mean, you will have so many things in your mind and you will see opportunities in all places and uh, uh, yeah so what, what, uh, so like we were, I had a few opportunities with myself and I was looking at because I was working as well like I told you so and a few things planned up I was doing a lot of planning analysis and doing the stuff and then I thought okay let me give this a shot and uh, I started this uh, digital marketing thing <laughs> that was the thing yeah nice 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 and how did the whole sort of name come about? You know, Real Bridge Digital. Uh, why Real Bridge Digital? Why why digital marketing? You know, why that time? Yeah. So what what we the whole thing about the name is uh, yeah what we were trying to do is basically we were helping companies uh, like grow from let's say from uh, destination from uh, where they are let's say destination A to destination B to a bigger uh, like like a bigger brighter higher revenue by using our services. So that's what the real bridge name is. So you use, we will bridge the gap and uh, take them to the higher level. That's that's the thing about the name. Oh, nice, nice. I like that. Um, I guess it does make sense. Um, now, in terms of acquiring your first users or your first uh, clients, again, you transition from working full-time into, I guess this was a part-time initially. How was that transition and how did you manage to acquire users? And how did you manage your time? Right. Um, yeah, so that's right here. So because when, when you want to start a startup, so this is the always, I think that this is uh, a classic issue, which uh, classic situation, which every entrepreneur faces. That is when, when to go uh, full time that way. I mean, if you have the funding or if you are uh, uh, well funded, then that's fine. But if you're 
trying to bootstrap or something like that, then this is a classic situation. You will always be thinking, okay, you need something to pay your bills. And uh, you, you have your dream, you have your own business, which you want to do. So and uh, when, do, when do you take that jump that way? So uh, I was actually doing, uh, like I said, I was running uh, my own, uh, I was do, uh, doing a full-time job and uh, was doing is I was putting more hours and trying to get these things. And uh, because the load started increasing uh, bit by bit. So I saw that, okay, yes, this, is, this has serious potential. And I had to put more time to get more revenue and to grow the uh, business. So that's when I decided, yes, I have to take this uh, uh, like leap of faith. And uh, yeah, I just took it and uh, quit my job and then started this painful time. Wow, that's quite inspiring, really. I guess, yeah, that's something that holds a lot of uh, entrepreneurs back, really, taking that leap. And uh, it's, it's interesting to see that you were able to do that. Now, as you went, went along, you also started a, a new, you started a new company called Gameville. So this was like a couple of years later. What was that like? What was that experience? Why did you launch that whilst you were running um, Real Bridge? Yeah, so uh, because that, that's basically the thing. The other thing which we launched was a gaming site. Basically, it's a gaming site, and so there's so much potential there. And uh, we've been uh, the, the market is growing, and we wanted to basically. Uh, and I, I, I liked gaming myself that way. And uh, yeah, so we thought, okay, yes, we, we have to give it a shot, and uh, we launched it that way. So that's that was the other thing because the. Uh, it, it was a very good potential and the business was, the, the gaming uh, business was growing and uh, we saw a real market opportunity there where we thought, okay, yes, we have our, uh, because while doing our digital marketing, uh, running the digital marketing company, we had a very strong digital uh, marketing team. So we had a good marketing team we have, where we have developed the things. So we wanted to, we thought, okay, we can build this product and then market it. So we have our marketing team already doing uh, uh, different services for different clients. And uh, yeah, we thought uh, we can do it for Game Village as well. And uh, that's that's when we thought, okay, yes, we have to do our own product and uh, do, uh, do it ourselves. So that's why we thought, okay, it's because it kind of, you can say it, uh, uh, it, it complements the business which was running already before. So we had a digital marketing company doing a lot of uh, market, uh, digital marketing services. And uh, yes, we have a nice product, which is gaming, and which uh, I'm interested in. And personally, uh, I want to push it, things like that. And yes, we had a very strong team. So because it's uh, complementing each other. So we have a strong team who can push the product and we develop a good product. And then you can uh, build a nice business out of it. So that's when this whole idea came up and uh, we worked on it and then uh, made it live. Awesome. So really, that t- brings me really to uh, my next question, which you've kind of answered really. But um, what I wanted to sort of understand a bit more was, you know, what counts as a successful launch of a certain product? And I guess you've covered things like team, which I think yeah, it would be great for you to expand a bit more around that, which is quite interesting to hear that. So was this something that you discovered through Redbridge or is this something that you just discovered in general? It would be quite interesting to hear bit more around it really i think uh, yeah like you said uh, for for a successful launch yes there are a lot of things a lot of things uh, uh, definitely required i mean one is the yeah like human resource the team the people they are they, they run the company basically so that is very integral and then you should have some good uh, planning at least uh, basic planning that way because 
plans keep changing. That's yeah. always there. And uh, whatever you plan to do, I mean, uh, I, I think 80, 90% of them change the plan every day or every every month or every quarter or something like that. So plans keep changing. But if you have a strong team to execute and to see what's happening, how they're going, if they have to uh, tailor a bit, uh, like uh, tailor according to how you go, change, tweak a bit of tailor things and do it, then you can always achieve what you set out to achieve that way. So, yeah, so I would say planning is one crucial thing. And then uh, team is uh, very, very important that way. And uh, focus. Focus is definitely one uh, very important thing. Okay, So you have to, because when you have so many people and so many ideas around, so there is there will be a lot of ideas thrown and things like that. And it's very easy. You can keep changing the plan and... Uh, like uh, deviate from the original plan. So have your focus and uh, drive people with your uh, plan. And I think, yeah, you will be uh, up for success. Oh, wow. Wow. Now, just looking around that. So you let's, you managed to be your team and you were ready for the, for the launches. How did you, you know, how was the culture built? Uh, what were, how did you add in your values yeah so our uh, core uh, yeah because uh, our core values as such like what, what we have is mainly what we um, what we believe is in transparency transparency and uh, yeah so and 360 degree approach for any any issue so that is like uh, whatever it is there's nothing like uh, like uh, a stupid question or something like that so what whatever it is so everybody like uh, all of us are approachable let it be from the director to the most uh, mid-level or senior or junior most employed whoever is joined uh, very freshly or newly or with very less experience or it can be an intern so anybody can uh, shoot a question to anybody that way and uh, yeah uh, that's one thing which we uh, inculcate in from from the day one so that uh, because we don't want anybody to go into a shell or something like that so whatever it is they can uh, ask the questions come out of it because that's how that's how we develop people and uh, they get that uh, kind of uh, feeling of trust and security and uh, where they can perform so we give these things so that okay they can feel okay it's a trustable secure project or company where my ideas are being valued or my opinions are respected and uh, there, there is yes we put it on table and discuss it it's not like everything will be taken on board so in, after 10 plans 10 ideas only one might be successfully taken and implemented but we listen it and understand it like uh, brainstorm about the, on, on the idea and uh, yeah talk about it so that there is value added and uh, that basically evolves your thinking process as well, evolves your thought process as well. So once you discuss your ideas on the table, so like uh, you're going to come up with better ideas for tomorrow, something like that, that way. So that's how we do it. So and we inculcate this uh, 360 degree approach and uh, transparency in what will be doing. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, um, I do like your, your way of thinking. I guess you need to have that um, approach. You need to have, I guess, a sense of direction really and that's what that's what you put into that now in terms of you as a person uh, or you as an entrepreneur do you tend to set do you have any sort of personal goals that you set uh, or are you a person that just sort of does it I mean how do you usually operate 
Yeah, so I set my yeah I, I do because uh, that's that's one thing which I uh, always work on basically, and uh, because setting personal goals I think is quite important because once you because in the daily uh, the daily mad rush of uh, of the of running the business you will definitely not have time to think about your goals because I think what happens is it's always important for an entrepreneur to take some time off let's say maybe it's uh, weekly ones or monthly ones or whatever it is or let's say once in a quarter or because ideally I would say monthly ones at least and to see okay what uh, how much you've ran and what's the what's the how how and what what you've covered in this month and then plan it accordingly that way so it's uh, I said uh, like uh, let's say goals for every quarter that way as in terms of uh, revenue and in terms of uh, like my own personal growth as to how, how I'm doing things how I'm handling things like what's the uh, what's the business doing and uh, how, how is the revenue how is the growth things like that so like uh, were we able to sell better for clients better or was there any situations which we came across and how did we handle it? Things like that. So I, I keep uh, doing this uh, every month, and uh, yeah, in the rush of things, it does miss out once here and there that way. But I still make sure I do it because as an entrepreneur or as a business owner, it's very important for yourself to uh, introspect yourself and see how you're doing things and uh, what's your approach. You have to basically analyze yourself that way. So and yeah, I, I do that. Every now and then, yes. Yeah, I think I think really people tend to forget. Um, again, a valuable point there is trying to take some time off. You know, and it, it's it's important. I don't know how you can encourage people to do that, but I think some people tend to worry. Oh, if I take a time off, something's going to happen. Uh, things will not shift forward. So, I mean, for, from your point of view, how? It, you know, yes, you, you point is very important, but how can you encourage somebody to actually, you know, take that time off? How, or even in your own businesses, how do you encourage people to take time off? Do you encourage them? Do you, you know, what's how does that structure look like? Yeah, so definitely we do encourage them, and uh, how how I would say is how we have to do it is because it's a kind of uh, it's a process which is inbuilt. Uh, it should be inbuilt from the from the beginning. Let's say like, okay, what what do you What's your uh, daily plan? What's your weekly plan? What's your monthly plan? Something like that. So, like when you are working that way, so like uh, you you will have some plans, like whatever it is, you will have daily plan as to what has to be covered in the uh, in the day, and uh, yeah, and then you would have a weekly plan, and at least then you have a monthly plan. So that that's how it goes on. So monthly, then quarterly, yearly, things like that. Uh, but once once you're uh, setting out these plans, like uh, it's always good to like uh, take. I mean. Well, when I say take some time off, so you have these plans, uh, because if you've started planning from uh, the beginning, that is, if you have a day plan, then you will know, okay, these are the uh, list of items to be covered in this day. There will be like uh, small and big items and things like that, and things which will take weeks to be done, things might take a few months to be done. So once you have a day plan, then you have a weekly progress, then you have a weekly progress, you have a monthly progress. So you're kind of in the flow of things that way, if you're following that pattern of things that way. Uh, unless until you are a very random person as in, okay, what do I do today? So I think most of them, uh, it should, you, you should avoid generally to do that. That way, I mean, you would have such scenarios where, okay, fine, uh, you would have to come up with random plans. But if you have this daily, weekly progress, then I think uh, it, it, planning your month is going to be very easy. And planning, once you know, uh, okay, these are the things which you have covered, 
in uh, a set, certain set of time. And then once you step back and see, okay, yes, good. Once you take a bigger picture, okay, was it good? I took, uh, let's say, three weeks to do that or three months to do that. So is it good or bad? Or is it people have done it a bit earlier or what was the roadblocks, things that you can analyze it more easily that way. Yeah. And I would say, yeah, uh, so it, it should be done uh, from the initial stages itself that way. And once you do that, then you won't think, okay, uh, uh, like taking time off and planning it is a big task. If you don't do it, then you would have to start looking at all things like you should have okay what was done last week if you go start digging into the past or things yeah. like that if you ask the question okay, what was done last week what was done last month then it's going to be difficult that's when you would probably find it difficult uh, to get a hold of things okay okay no um i guess that does make sense um which which is quite interesting now in terms of just trying to now go back to now redbridge um the current digital Agency, agency that you have, and I'm sure you work with a lot of clients, right? You're dealing with a lot of clients on a daily basis. Now, I'll be quite interested to sort of, I would like to see how, you know, how how do people tend to focus on on their campaigns, and how can you, how do you help them? I don't know if I rephrase that right. Maybe I should rephrase it again. So, you know, how do you, you know, what's the advice that you give to your clients essentially? So, I'm a client. I've, I've come to you and said, hey, I need some help uh, with my um, digital campaign. How does that process work? How, how we do this, uh, like uh, we, we first understand the client's product. That's that's one thing which we do. Let it be you're doing the product or uh, service or whatever it is. So uh, you, you're approaching us to basically increase your revenue. That's the first place you would be approaching us that way. So, uh, and... Uh, Increase. Uh, it can be increasing your revenue or how we can add value. So we look into your product and see what what are, how how are you how have you, how have you positioned your product in the current market? Like uh, let's say for example, uh, let, let's talk about your podcast company itself. So like you're doing podcast. So we would say like how you positioned it. What what's the audience you have? What's the market uh, market you're approaching that way? Then we would see uh, how we are. Uh, marketing is that way. Then we have like once we understand the product, we get a proper feel of it. Then we uh, look into how to market it, basically. So, and digital marketing, there are multiple ways. There is like uh, uh, tens of ways of marketing a product. That it, it can be like uh, you know on the search engine SEO. Then uh, there is paid advertising. There is affiliate marketing. There is display. There is social media advertising. PR. There, there, there's like tens of things that way, and we do like uh, from A to Z of it that way. So that's why. So we understand your product first, which is very important. So once we understand the product, and then uh, understand the, where your audience is, and then we can hit, hit hit it out and get more traction for your product that way. So let it be. Uh, it can be branding and build your product image, maybe something like that, or it can be let's say, getting direct users and direct revenue for that as well. So that's how we approach it. Awesome, awesome. And in terms of the, what's one sort of biggest thing to think about when you launch a product? So one biggest thing. Uh, so what we would say is, our, uh, uh, in terms of our strength is, like uh, we can add value to in any business that is one very important strength which we have built so like it can be like because we work with diverse set of clients we work with like from let's say uh, uh, like uh, from e-commerce to fintech to 
gaming to like we work with a lot of uh, diverse clients and we can add value to any client so whoever we talk to we can add value to them so in terms of whatever it is we can make the we can uh, probably do good uh, marketing for them or maybe branding or maybe do their CRM campaigns so we see we, uh, what we can do is anybody who we talk to we can add value so that's one big strength of real bridge it's not like uh, uh, because it's not like okay we can uh, we have just uh, we are focused to just one piece of it that way because we've been in the industry for the past 10 years so we can uh, and we've worked with various clients with various requirements so what we see is we can add value to anybody that's one of the biggest trends. Uh, interesting. And then your advice to someone looking to launch a new business, um, what would you encourage them to think about? One thing, one biggest thing from you, I mean, yeah, yeah, what would you encourage? One biggest thing. I mean, I would say if it's just one biggest thing, if it's just one thing, I would just say go do it. That's all. Yeah, because uh, I'm... Uh, the, what, what I mean to say is like, uh, yeah, because the thing is, uh, generally an entrepreneur, when he launches a business, so if like, he would be a little bit worried or skeptical about how, what, what are things, uh, how things are going to happen. And they might get stuck with, okay, I don't have the right plan or I don't have the funds or I don't have the dream or uh, there might be 10 other reasons. But uh, if you have a basic plan that way, it, it, the plan may not be like... Uh, uh, let's say kind of uh, Harvard proof or uh, something like that. So it, it's, it's not, it, uh, it's not that you need a B plan to go to a, a like top uh, fortune 500 VC or something like that. So you have a basic plan and then uh, you, you have the, you have a good product. Then I, I would say you should stop worrying about it too much and go for it because you, I'm sure because if you have the confidence and if you have the attitude, you will definitely make it happen. That's, that's what I would say. Wow. So basic plan and just go and do it. Excellent. I think, I think for me, um, really, the biggest holdback would be, I don't know what would stop me, the feedback. How would I get that feedback? You know, am I worried about feedback? And I guess it's just really trying to understand if I was to go big and, you know, just do it, what options, how would I be able to capture feedback? I mean, how, how, how have you done it in, you know, in, a current, in, your, in your current two businesses, what was your approach? Do you even consider feedback? Feedback, as in, I mean, uh, definitely networking helps. Networking is one thing where you talk to a lot of people because uh, feedback, yes, you need feedback in all uh, stages, like kind of all stages and all aspects of your business because, uh, yeah, you, because, uh, there, there will be a lot of corrections to be done and uh, maybe approaches to be changed and plans to be edited. So all these things is a part of the thing. So what I would say is feedback is probably first uh, start your networking that way. One is the best network feedback is from family and friends. But uh, if you're getting uh, right feedback, that's very, very important. It's very important to get the right feedback from the right person. So let's say you, uh, you have a friend or a family in the same business or kind of similar interests who, who you think can give a good feedback then approach them. If not, you can always get it from your networking. And I would say networking can be done from, uh, you can do a lot of it from the meetup groups, meetups, or as you can do the industry-related conference, and uh, where you can get, uh, which is a very good source of networking. I mean, you can go and meet, uh, let's say, 100 people in one day, all in the same industry, if you go for an industry network that way. So that is one thing where you can 
network and get a lot of feedback that way. Because people will be definitely willing to give feedback if you just build a conversation with a bit of a just give a bit of background and things like that. So when you talk to ten people, definitely you get uh, two to three very good points that which you can uh, take back and work on. So I would say networking is one very important avenue, and uh, you can look at networking events and maybe uh, there are a lot of meetup groups that way where you can uh, get this. Nice. So really, something that yeah, uh, <laughs> that, that that's available. Awesome. And now in terms of timelines. Do I set a timeline? Hey, I'm looking to launch um, a new business. Uh, what should I be thinking about? Uh, so feedback is one thing which, yes, I need to get feedback. Just going for it and going, you know, running the basic plan and just do it. That's another thing I need to think about. But then in terms of timelines, do I set myself a timeline? When do I know when to stop? When do I know when to continue? When do I know when to build that value? Yeah, I think, uh, yes, time timeline is definitely important because um, which we were talking about earlier about the goals, setting goals, because uh, that's when, because uh, uh, instead of once you have a timeline and uh, some goals set, so I think it's important for you to set some timeline, some rough timelines at least. Okay, well, what's your, uh, like, let's say, what is it you want to achieve in this week? And uh, let's say this is the plan for week one, week two, something like that. And you have to keep monitoring it. You have to keep uh, tracking it yourself, going back and looking at what you uh, planned on day one and where you are in, let's say, day 30 or day 40. And uh, that, that definitely helps wherein you can see, okay, you can, uh, one is you can uh, uh, look at and improve your own efficiency. You can look improve your own uh, team efficiency or the business efficiency, things like that. So, uh, yeah, timing is important. And uh, because while doing the initial planning, yeah, you would have put some rough planning. Okay, yes, uh, uh, like let's say, when when the new when will you get your first uh, meeting or when will you get your first contract or agreement, something like that. And uh, for that, you need to work backwards. Like let's say, to get your first customer, you might have to do or if if it's not a customer, let's say you want to build a product first. So if you are saying okay. Build a product. You need uh, so many things. So this is how the production is going to design is going to happen. Then this is how the production, so the uh, beta launch is going to happen. And th- these things, uh, when you break it down into small pieces, then you can put a timeline. And definitely, you have to uh, have the timeline in place, or else it's like it's matter. Of, it, it's the basic thing of goals that you are. You you will not be able to analyze your own efficiency. Okay, no, no, I, I will take that. I think that's that's incredible. That's awesome stuff. Um, and really, I think I guess the final um, thought, really, or food for thought, is around competition. So, I, you know, I guess there's no, you know, the right answer, or the right approach, whatever, etc. But uh, in terms of dealing with competition, so let's say you know, finally I've managed to launch, uh, things are going well. How should I deal with competition? Should I be worried about competition or should I be excited about competition? It, it's definitely, competition is one thing which you have to always be aware of. That way. And it, it depends on the industry, basically. I would say it's uh, like uh, uh, you have to, once you do your initial plan, so you would see, the, you look at, is it a crowded marketplace? How, what's the what's the product, where, where are you launching? Is it like... Uh, are you launching in a very crowded marketplace or are you, uh, are you the first mover or it's an uh, uh, industry which is still not developed or it's all the industry is very mature and there are already hundreds of players that way. 
So competition is important that way. So you should have a, a bit of a variation. So let's say so it's called portability. So you should have a little bit of variation where that's which stands out as your uh, USP. That's your your unique selling point because that's going to be a lot easier for you to pitch in for your customers that way. So if it's a crowded marketplace, yes, you should definitely have a. Uh, your own USP, which is better than your competitors and why they should approach you because when there are already 100 companies doing it, so how are you going to offer it differently that way? Uh, or let's say if it's not a crowded marketplace or you're going to a new industry where you, there are just a few, comp- uh, few companies doing what you're doing or similar to what you're doing, then yeah, then that's going to be definitely easy. But, and, uh, but if you have your own USP, it, uh, it, can, it can definitely sell more and uh, yeah, uh, get more customers for your product that way. And if you are the first mover, then yeah, you have the whole market for yourself. Thank you. No, thank you. Um, thanks very much. I think um, your insights uh, would definitely help. Uh, they've definitely helped me, <laughs> which is which is awesome, Abinash. Um, so, no, thank you, thank you. I don't know. Do you have anything that you feel you need to add or? I think that's everything I have, really. Yeah, so I, I would say, I mean, uh, as such, I would say, uh, because, like, uh, if, if for any entrepreneur, or you say, any entrepreneur or somebody that actually, because I see a lot of them, because I would talk to a lot of people and things like that, so they, they have things on paper, or they have things on, on their mind, oh, yes, I've been thinking about this from a long time, or thinking about this from past two years, three years, or a lot, lot of years that way. But, uh, but they... Uh, and they, they have a very good idea in, in mind, but they don't take the first step of uh, going and going out and doing it. Because once you take that first step, and uh, like you will find a way out that way. You will uh, because it's uh, the first step is always the hardest step, I would say. Because uh, what, what most of them tend to do is, oh yes, I have a brilliant idea, or I want to do this, I want to do that, but. Uh, uh, like I'm thinking when I have to do it. I, I don't think that time is right now. I'm, I might do it uh, next year. Things like that. So I mean, uh, I, I would say time is now. So there's no right time for it. So if you have an idea, if you have something in mind, I would say yes, you should go go ahead and do it rather than thinking about it. So because once you take that initial first in, initial step, so I think yes, it's going to be very hard. You will think, okay, what am I doing? Like. Uh, uh, because you would be in your own comfort zone where you're having your full-time job or something like that. And uh, yeah, because you have to come out of that comfort zone and take that first step. And I think uh, then the, after that first step, I think to take the second step and from then onwards, it's going to be a lot easier. That's what I would say to all the because a lot of them have great ideas and they keep thinking about it without taking action on it. That's what I would say to anybody who has a plan. What, what I was saying is, yeah, uh, a lot of them have uh, great ideas, uh, very good ideas, but keep thinking about uh, it without taking any action on it. So, uh, yeah, I would, what I would say is, yeah, uh, take that initial first step, get, get the business live, and uh, the second step, and, uh, uh, and then onwards, it's going to be a lot easier. Awesome, awesome, awesome. No, no, thank you very much. I think that's a good way to end it. Um, and uh, thanks for your time. It's been great to speak to you, and hopefully we'll have you again on the show. No problems. Thanks, thanks for uh, thanks for having me, Felix. And it was very nice talking to you. Oh, likewise. You've been, you've been a saint. Thank you. All right. Cheers. Cheers.